0: What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what do we got going on this week?
1: Yeah, what's up, Shamari? We have uh, a lot of interesting stories. Uh, interesting stories, indeed. We have um, another, another uh, creator, Star Wars creator, Star Wars filmmaker, out. Of Lucasfilm, uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, this is a pair of filmmakers. If you haven't heard, um, but I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably heard one way or another what happened um, involving the two. But we'll we'll discuss that uh, at the top. But we also have um, some interesting stuff because there was a Mandalorian trailer that dropped, which we did not expect, but um, good timing because the Mandalorian is debuting in uh, a little over a week. So. About yes. ten days from now, eight, nine, ten days from now. So depending on when you're listening to this, so um, we'll talk about that, and you know probably some 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 expectations for the Mandalorian. But um, we have a trailer to Jedi Fall Order. We had a couple episodes of Star Wars Resistance to to review, um, and th- we didn't put this on the rundown, Shmari. But uh, there was a very there's there a very very uh, weak rumor out there uh, that. Kevin Feige is eyeing Brie Larson to play uh, Ahsoka Tano. Um, are, are 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 you giving that rumor any uh, any chance of being legit? Uh, and if so, or even if not, how would you feel about that casting? Because it's been a very it's been very polarizing the Star Wars uh, community so far. That idea.
0: Well, right now. Uh, do I think that it is plausible? Absolutely. Do I think that this this rumor is true? I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could very much well not be. It could not be true right now, and then very much well very well end up being true. Um, you know, in the end, because Brie Larson in a sense, she posted on social media that she's interested in playing a Star Wars character. I think shortly after it got announced that Feige was working on a Star Wars movie, she was right. She posted something saying she wanted to be a Jedi. So I mean, is she gonna end up being Ahsoka? I don't know. That's something that started that was being talked about immediately once he said that she wanted to be a Jedi. Do I want Brie Larson to play Ahsoka? Uh, I don't know. I'm still iffy on just a live action Ahsoka. Period. I mean, I, it would be nice. But Ahsoka is a Togruta, so she's an alien character. The effects have to be on points. <laughs> we can't get another Shakti there, from the prequel. How do you feel about
1: the controversy that some people feel like Ahsoka Tano uh, shouldn't be white? I don't. I don't personally. I don't. I don't know because she's orange and she's alien. But um, I, I can see. It, but that's been a, a topic of conversation, which is why someone like Rosario Dawson has been so uh, popularly cast as a Sogatano, but
0: that's interesting i i don't i don't care if she's white black asian um you know because she's an sure. alien yeah yeah, kind of
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah she's an alien so i don't i don't care whoever whoever the person is they're going to be in heavy makeup and you're not you're you're um uh, you know, you're barely going to be able to tell.
1: Yeah, you know, besides <laughs> you know? Like, uh, their facial features, like, you really won't, shouldn't be able to tell regardless.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the the uh, uh, Ahsoka in, I'd say in Clone Wars in particular, had more full lips, but, you know, I, I don't think that was the case in Rebels. I don't know. I think it's just an art thing. I don't think she has to be black, white, Latina, or anything. I I, I, I don't care about that, personally um but um so but yeah you'd be worse I don't feel.
1: if the voice actress was not white
0: yeah then it, yeah if she was clearly had like a black voice or like a or had like a latina or uh voice or like um you an know asian voice actress an player. asian clearly had kind of an asian you know? voice like the like the um uh jeez i'm forgetting the the the, like, the Trade Federation guys, I, f- I don't know why I'm forgetting their, their species right now, but those guys kind of sound like, um, uh, like, have an Asian kind of, uh, like, like, dialect, almost, of English, of or basic, Correct. as you would say, in the Star Wars universe. You know, if you were to just cast a, a white guy, <laughs> you know, it'd be like, okay, I mean, I guess, but, they don't sound like your standard, quote-unquote, whatever, English, white, American, whatever you want to call it, so, I, I don't know, you know. I don't think it matters. I don't think that that, yeah. I don't think it matters. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised that's something it, people
1: are talking it, about. For me, the bigger controversy, if this is true, is has nothing to do with Brie Larson to me. Mm-hmm. But should Kevin Feige be the one to do a So or is is that a is that a bit of a disrespect to Dave Filoni, who's created the character and carried her through? Almost her entire career. Uh well, I and think Dave F- Filoni would be a part of the project. Yeah, He'll I- be the director. You yeah, know? I was
0: gonna say, I think Filoni is going to be involved when, whatever they do Ahsoka, he is going to be involved heavily. So I feel like he if has to
1: did this. Like this would be a tandem potentially.
0: I mean, I, Filoni would have to be involved. I don't know how much, exactly how much, and in what right. respect. We don't even know if Feige doing this, you know. So okay. I, I don't know. This you know, is assuming this is true. Yeah, this is assuming all these rumors are true. <laughs> you know, like, I, which I don't know. I mean, if, if Feige is doing something involving Ahsoka, Filoni is going to be involved heavily. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be, like, telling Feige Just what Just like to the do. Mandalorian, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's
1: not the showrunner. Like, you can't you know? do the Mandalorians without Dave Filoni's input.
0: Right. So, so, you know, I think Filoni is going to be involved. You know, because Filoni created the character and it worked with the character throughout her entire arc so it would be ridiculous for him to not be involved um but um uh so i don't think i don't think they would do felony like that they wouldn't just shut him out that that would be that would be terrible in terms of story building in terms of whether they want to make money where they want people to watch you know i don't know if i'd want to watch if only had nothing to do with it
1: (laughs) I think you know I think they're a little more savvy PR
0: than that. Yeah, I think there's more savvy PR and just more savvy in terms of wanting a good product. You know, yeah. Feige's talented, but this is a—he's gonna consult Filoni because <laughs> Filoni created the character and knows everything that needs to be known about the character. So, um, so yeah, if this is true, Feige's definitely gonna be working with Filoni on this, um, and uh, that would be quite a dream team. Uh, but I don't know. If, I don't know if this is true. And again, Brie Larson playing Ahsoka, uh, it could be true, whether I trust Brie Larson to play Ahsoka, uh, I don't know, I'm still iffy on a a live action Ahsoka period, but, you know, uh, I don't know, and Rosario Dawson, she's extremely talented, um, uh, I don't know, I have to see, that's something I have to see. I have to see set pictures or something. Maybe not set pictures, because they never look good. But I have to see concept art, I have to see something of what they want Ahsoka to look like. Live action. Before I'm sold at all, with anybody playing Ahsoka.
1: I mean, we saw in The Mandalorian, um, the girl that is the same race as Hera, right? Yeah. And I mean, that looks pretty decent. It did. I mean, she looked she looked
0: decent. Um but I feel like that's different from the Tilgrudos cuz they have the big thing on there. It, it looks like a headpiece. That's you know? true. Like and it's it's they can they they can't really wear like they can't wear like a hat or puts I mean, the makeup they got they got they got a lot of work to do in the makeup department and and the VFX department. You know, to make that look like very good for a considerable amount of time, however long she's on screen. You know, and in animation—it's—it's, it's, I wouldn't say easy, but it's a lot easier. You know, because you can have it moving and flowing and and all that, and you know she's going to be jumping and spinning and, and, and in lightsaber fights and stuff like that. You know, she again—they did Shock T, but I feel like I would want Ahsoka to look better than Shock T did in the prequels, quite frankly. Um, not that she looked bad; she looked good for you know the time, but. Uh, this is Ahsoka. <laughs> so you you gotta do Ahsoka justice. Um But alright, so I feel like, you know, we could go start jumping to some of these topics that uh you mentioned. So we did have a a very big reveal this week with regards to some people leaving Star Wars, which is never a good thing, but it seems to be happening more and more um you know, in this era of Star Wars. I mean and that's kinda of just something that's well, okay, I would not I wouldn't say it's just something that's gonna happen. And we're we're gonna get into this discussion. But, you know, when you have so many different people, when you plan on having so many different people working on so many different things, and, and you, and Star Wars has been so um, seemingly not planned, a lot of it has been off the cuff. Uh, and I'm just, this is just me comparing it to Marvel Studios, because that's kind of the, they're kind of the benchmark of, of franchises with many different people working on something and having it go very smoothly. When you have Star Wars where they seem to be I don't know if they're planning all these stuff all this stuff years ahead but it seems to be very much more off the cuff making split decisions at the last second with regards to people leaving and coming in and who's doing this movie and and this new project this is a new project that we're doing I don't know if they're just announcing it later if they have all this planned out or if it just seems very last minute uh, for lack of a better term with regards to a lot of the projects that are that are being announced so the news that we got this week is that Benioff and Weiss, uh, the people that were supposed to be doing a, a trilogy of movies, um, uh, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I'm I'm about eighty five percent sure it was supposed to be in the Old Republic um, uh, that they were supposed to be doing a trilogy of movies, uh, are no longer going to be doing that. The report is there. This is what we're hearing. <laughs> the report is that um, uh, they uh because of the Netflix deal that they signed which is a huge Netflix deal so they're basically about it, right yeah i believe we talked about it um before but this a huge deal with Netflix uh because of that deal they won't have time for star wars and um because they spend that deal and it's such an exclusive deal they're not reneging on that deal they're stuck with Netflix they accepted Netflix's money and in turn Netflix um, is going to be having their services, and they're going to be creating exclusive content for Netflix. Um, so they need to devote their time to that, and they c- will not have time to be working on any Star Wars content. Um, so because of that, they left the project. And This is another important distinction as well. According to everything that I've seen, we've been hearing a lot of various different things, but uh, according to the, the most sources sources that I've seen, they were not removed from the project. They left the project, um, so this was them leaving. You know, and Kennedy and and company and Star Wars, Lucas and uh, Disney, Lucasfilm had to say, okay. You know, Kathleen Kennedy really, uh, did have had a very nice statement on the matter, saying she hopes that she can work with them. You know, as soon as they are able, and that she looks forward to working with them, hopefully in the near future. You know, which I think is is uh, the right. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> what <where? laughs> Well, we're talking about that too. But I think that is, you know, the right attitude to have because I think these are very talented guys regardless of what, you know, a lot of very angry fans, you know, think. I do think they are very 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 talented. Um, and
1: finale,
0: uh... <laughs> <Harry>? <laughs> Well, I can't I can't say nothing about the finale. It was I thought it was horrendous personally. I thought the ending was horrendous. And I don't know why they ended it like that um seemed like they just wanted to just finish it and just be on to the next thing which is very odd but um you know uh either way i was excited to see what they had to what they had to do with star wars um but to be fair there were a lot of people that were very not excited (laughs) after the game of Thrones finale and were just not looking forward to this which is odd to me personally but there were a lot of people you know just from just he he sent getting the sense the pulse from people hearing from people you know anyone that watched game of thrones and enjoyed star wars and was upset with that finale a lot of those people were not looking forward to this or were not that's
1: a big uh it's a big it's a big overlap right there people
0: who watched hey game of thrones. that's what i'm saying you know so it was a considerable amount of people that were not happy with how game of thrones ended so um so those people were not happy <laughs> about uh Ben d um uh D and D as they're called, Benioff and Weiss, uh working on uh this uh project. So uh they are now out of the picture. Um uh there's a lot uh more to discuss to discuss with this, but first, Kendall, I wanna get your 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 take on this just as a whole, just this news by itself.
1: Alright, so when, this, when we first talked about the deal with Netflix, it was, I want to say it was like a 10-year deal or something like that. Or yeah, it was
0: a very, very exclusive deal. Very yeah, long-term. dollars. Yeah, a lot of money, a lot, a very long-term exclusive I deal. I don't
1: buy that Disney is firing, is just straight firing anybody that's worth $250 million to Netflix. Like, because I don't think Netflix is like, Like these, all these companies are are, are, I mean, some of them are better than others. Some of them are smarter than others. But but to, to to, you know, they all have you know Harvard and Yale and you know Ivy League grads working, you know, punching the numbers for them. And you know they all have Hollywood, you know, execs that are the ones making these decisions on, you know, big money Hollywood execs making decisions on who they want to give this money to. Right. So like, if Netflix is the one, if Netflix is saying we're gonna give Benny and Weiss a quarter of a million dollars to make content for us, Disney's not gonna then be like, yeah, screw you. So I don't think that I don't think this is a deal. People were saying, you know, yeah, they got fired because of the the Game of Thrones finale, and that they weren't valuable anymore. That doesn't make sense. That I mean, I understand it wasn't great. I understand that PR for PR reasons, it, you know. Disney felt less excited about uh, those guys than maybe they would have before that, and most people would. I'm sure Netflix was a little less excited about them after the Game of Thrones finale. But mm-hmm. they were they were still excited enough to give them a quarter of a million dollars. so Or a quarter of a billion, I should say. Um, so I don't think that they were fired or this was something that Disney wanted to do since the Game of Thrones finale. I think, but at, this, at the same time, I don't think Benioff and Weiss just went and like decided, yeah, we're just gonna, we don't want to do Star Wars anymore because we got too much work to do with Netflix. You know, like because that doesn't make any sense. if they signed on to do the Star Wars movie, they can't just decide out of nowhere, yeah, we don't want to do it anymore. You know, like if they signed a contract, right. they Can't just be like, well, you know, Netflix is paying us more, so <laughs> we're not doing this. We're not doing this anymore. So, like, I don't know where the middle ground... There is some middle ground in this, where I think they may have legitimately both parted ways, uh, mutually. And, you know, I think... I think Eileen that Kathleen Kennedy was not uh, happy about the deal. I think she knew about it. I think she was aware. I don't think that they blindsided her, necessarily. But um, I don't think that she... I think they were willing to do a Star Wars movie. I, when this happened, if if I don't remember exactly, you know how much we talked about on the show, but uh, I remember at the time my my mindset was that now they've done this deal, like there's no way we're getting a trilogy with these guys. Like that would just be if we did, it would take a long time to do. Like I think I I, I didn't think they would be gone. I thought that we would get one movie with them, and then and then that'd be it, and then they'd be Netflix guys going forward. But we're not even getting that. Which makes sense, um, but I like I feel like this is more of a deal where Kathleen Kennedy was like, "We're not well, like what's the point of having them do one movie for us, you know? Or like what's the point if they're not all in on Star Wars, you know? Like mm-hmm. they they've capitalized on a new model of of for creators, which is allowing them to cash in. I 100% support it. You know, we see JJ Abrams got his ma- got his money. You know, Greg Blanche got his bag from Warner Brothers, JJ J. got his from Warner Brothers. Um you know, a lot of these uh these big money media conglomerates and tech companies are now trying to all there it's, it's an arms race. They're all trying to get to it, <laughs> it is yeah. It, it's a legit legitimate arms race in terms of the streaming stuff and yep. uh,
0: like you know, um like uh, what's what should we call it? Uh, HBO Max like bought South Park, exclusive rights to South Park for like I forget how many millions of dollars, yeah, so exactly. a huge amount of money. Like,
1: who, like why is South Park South Park <laughs> worth hundreds of millions of dollars?
0: Yeah, it's a huge amount of money. I'm like, wow. Like,
1: I don't watch South Park, but like HBO. I mean, a lot of people do. But like the fact that HBO and Warner Media thought, well, we need South Park for you know 500 million or whatever. Like, it's crazy. But like Benioff and Weiss are two guys and they got two hundred and fifty million dollars to make Yeah, it was over um
0: it was over five hundred million dollars. Yeah, I just looked it up. For
1: South Park.
0: Yep, for South Park. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean that's that it sounds about right. But um but like these these are two guys that, that are worth two hundred and fifty million dollars to uh to Warner Brothers, um or to Netflix I should say. Like so I look I support these guys making that money, but if you're kathleen kennedy like why like why would you keep these guys on because they're they're going to be preoccupied um you're not if, if you don't feel like you want to match that deal or for whatever reason you decide not to match that deal um then it's best for you to to then, because I don't know what the contract that he signed or they signed with Disney was. If he's if they signed on to a trilogy and then signed this deal that for me that doesn't make any sense. I don't think that that's what happened. Yeah. I think they maybe were signed on to do a movie and with maybe an option to do a, tri- a trilogy, and that is now that is now gone. You know, like like because they're they're not doing the whole trilogy if if they, if they have a ten year deal with, with Netflix. So I think they they saw that opportunity. And were like, look, we're not gonna. Tie ourselves down to Disney for you know three years when Netflix wants to give us two hundred and fifty million dollars. So, look, shout out to them. They got their money. You know, again, just like Greg Berlanti and J.J. Abrams, and you know, there's gonna be a whole lot of a, lot of, a whole lot of other creators doing the same thing. Um, but they do what's best for them, and I think at the end of the day, Disney's gonna do what's best for gonna do best for them as well. I guess the question just has to be what. Where do they? Where does Lucasfilm go from here? Is this the end of whatever project they were going to do, or do you think that they will reimagine it with a new creator or a new a new director? Right. Um, I mean, going forward,
0: I mean, I feel like I feel like we're still going to get Old Republic, and I'm just assuming that they were going to work on Old Republic stuff because I feel like that just makes sense. But I still think we're gonna get old republic stuff, but it's just going to be, um, uh, it's just going to be. You're just gonna to have to find somebody else who who has an interest um, in this type of content. I mean, everyone at this point is looking for their Game of Thrones. I, I mean, just to keep it real, all these other, uh, you know, streaming services, you know, that are coming out now. They're all looking for the next... Everyone's looking and talking about what is going to be the next Game of Thrones. That's what everyone keeps saying. Um, you know, Star Wars, I, I think, was hoping that this could be something similar. Since they got literally got the Game of Thrones guys to do it. Um, so now they have to find somebody else uh, to uh, work on something similar. The, and the Old Republic is literally like the Game of Thrones era. With houses... And you know, mist and mystics, and you know, mystery, betrayal. I mean, there's all kinds. I mean, they could this is Benny Elf and Weiss's element, so yeah, they're gonna have to find somebody else who has an interest in this stuff. And I think there are plenty, I think there's more people than you would think. Like, I know with Apple TV Plus, they have a show out called C, um, which is not the next Game of Thrones, but I feel like it's Apple's attempt at. Creating next Game of Thrones. It's made by the same guy that made uh, the show from Netflix, uh, the Peaky Blinders, which is nothing like Game of Thrones, but it's a very good show. Very popular, uh, right? Yeah, very popular show, very good show with a lot of high, ta- very talented actors. And uh, so they got the people that created that show to work on this, which is nothing like that, but it's they're trying to they, they have an interest in the, that type of uh, content. You know, so the, I think that I think Lucasfilm is going to try something similar. Um, now. Uh, I did want to connect this and just kind of have a more broader discussion about the state of Lucasfilm in general, you know, because, you know, I told you about this uh, before, and, and I feel like this is just a reflection of the state of Lucasfilm right now, and I don't mean to go on any kind of negative rant about how Lucasfilm is falling apart, which I don't think it is, but I do think they lack direction, if I'm being completely honest with you. Again, I know Lucasfilm is not Marvel, but, I mean, they have a series of movies, you point to marvel which is the most successful uh uh you know long-standing uh singular story that takes place in one universe and they have several movies and it's extremely successful with
1: marvel very little backlash marvel, be, marvel studios might be the most successful hollywood studio in the history of movies
0: i mean they're definitely the most profitable i mean that's just yeah, yeah that's just that's just true so I mean we have to look at Lucasfilm and say look Lucasfilm you're still making movies that make a ton of money but I mean how much of that is the Star Wars name you kind of have to ask that question how much of that is how is, much is that Lucas? how much of that is George Lucas I mean honestly how much of that is from George Lucas's story and name you know how much of that is just how much of that is pure quality you know or how much of that quality that you've made is extremely derivative of george lucas which i would argue episode seven is basically another george lucas uh, or just a retelling of george lucas's um, stories you know it's the same thing so you know i mean you really have to wonder because i mean we have uh, and you mentioned this before as well when we were talking about this you mentioned that there's a we have had lord miller you know we had the debacle with um uh, uh gareth edwards Edwards. And we had the stuff with Colin Trevorrow, where we thought he was doing episode nine, and then he wasn't. Then we didn't know who was doing episode nine for a long uh, <laughs> time frame. The deal with Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson in the Last Jedi, and then this de- this thing going on now with Ryan Johnson. With the
1: guy a trilogy now we give him, him a trilogy.
0: Now we don't know what's happening. He says he doesn't know what's happening, and then he has to come back and say, "Oh no, I do know what's happening," but nobody believes him. So I mean, it, it, we I mean, what is going on here? I mean, what is even go- is what is even happening at Lucasfilm? We've I just had, right.
1: We've had now the the Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy, which was officially announced by Lucasfilm. Um, that is up in the air. You know that that it hasn't been completely nixed yet, but. It went from being like, like, oh yeah, this is definitely happening, without a doubt, to, we'll see. Like, <laughs> we had the Colin Trevorrow being the director of Episode Nine, announced before Episode Seven came out, as again a definite he will be doing Episode Nine, just like eight, Abrams doing Seven and Ryan Johnson is doing Eight. And then what do he do? do? Jurassic, World Jurassic World one of these movies, and like mm-hmm. it didn't do that well. And people were like, yeah, this guy, this college Raw guy is a little shaky. And Lucasfilm was like, yeah, nah, we don't, we don't want college Raw anymore. And again, that was officially announced to never happen. And now we have Benioff and Wife, two more guys, officially announced to be doing a Star Wars trilogy. On Like, this stuff is on StarWars.com. Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh creators Ben D.B. Weiss and David Benioff are doing a Star Wars trilogy to to, to not happening anymore. Like how do, how do we get to this point with Star Wars consistently? Like this doesn't happen to it just does, this just doesn't happen to other film studios. Or you officially announce something's happening and then like yeah, never mind. This person's not doing it anymore. And yes, I understand, like, creators leave, like, right. you know, movies, they change directors all the time. It's not like it's, uh, it, it's, it's impossible. But, like, from what I understand, like from, like, from my recollection, that's only happened once to Marvel Studios under Kevin Feige. It happened with Edgar Wright and Ant-Man. They had a, they had a difference of, they had a difference of philosophy, creative differences, and Edgar Wright left. They brought in Peyton Reed, and man was a great movie. It was a very good movie. I don't know if I'll say great, but it was a very good movie. Successful, made money, people liked it. I'll give Kevin Feige the benefit of the doubt. It's like, is it great that Ke- the Edgar Wright left and that they had to change? No, not at all. It's the same issue in, in the sense that, like, I mean, if you brought on Edgar Wright, like, you know, how, like, what happened? You know like why 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 were what what differences came up that weren't discussed beforehand but at the end of the day kevin feige made the right decision or edgar wright made the made the wrong decision because it ended up being a good movie without him like but that happened one time like, kevin feige the benefit of the doubt it ended up being a good movie if that happened three four or five times i'd look at feige and be like are you a bad manager are you a bad executive like it's beyond like making good movies it's just about like the culture around the the and the culture and morale around the organization and Marvel. When was the last time you heard how many people are disgruntled over at Marvel Studios? I mean, Edgar Wright was, I guess, Ed Norton was, but like, there's not like I can count on one one hand the amount of the amount of drama that we've had come out of Marvel Studios. It's pretty pretty tame. It's pretty quiet. It's a lot of positive. It's a lot of positivity not a whole lot of oh yeah a lot of strife and a lot of oh this guy complaining and this guy wanting out and this guy wanting more lines and Star Wars and Lucasfilm I feel like there's there's always drama and it's like why is it every other week we're discussing we don't know who's directing this and if this is happening and like one of the like one of the stories we're gonna talk about later is Ewan McGregor and that was a thing when it didn't have to be a thing like they could have announced that were that they were doing Obi Wan for a long time. I mean, and again, they didn't announce it when they knew it was happening. But then when the, but it, and, and it is gonna happen. But then the one like that's the one thing that we knew was eventually gonna happen, and they didn't want to announce it for years, even though they knew they were gonna do it. But well, like these Benioff and Weiss and Ryan Johnson trilogies, we don't know what it's about. I'm sure they, <laughs> right. And but and these aren't even gonna happen, and they announced it. Like. <laughs> They were like, yeah, these guys are having trilogies. But then these movies aren't even going to happen. Versus Obi-Wan, which was obviously going to happen with Ewan McGregor. They wanted to keep that under wraps for like half a decade, apparently. So I don't know. Lucasfilm just—it's just, it's just a, lot of, a lot of drama, a lot of strife, a lot of back and forth. In my opinion, for a reason.
0: Kinda how much of this do you think falls on Kathleen Kennedy's shoulders?
1: It has to fall on Kathleen Kennedy's soldiers because again as a I have to look at the head of the snake you know I'm not going to blame the creators every time if it was a one time deal again Edgar Wright I blame him more than I blame Kevin Feige at the end of the day Ant-Man was a great movie and Kevin Feige hasn't had any issues that have been aired out in the media at least with any other creatives so why would I look at Kevin Feige and be like he's in the wrong is the first time he's had this issue. Kathleen Kennedy, maybe I would give her the benefit of the doubt and say, look, Benny Off and Weiss screwed her over. But am I gonna say the same thing about Gareth Edwards? Same thing about Lord and Miller? Same thing about Colin Trevorrow same thing about Ryan Johnson. Like, this can't be a consistent thing with Kathleen Kennedy. And then look at that and say that she's running a great ship. Like, just again, as just as a I don't care about the quality of the movie. Or the, like, Solo, whether or not you feel like it was trash, or it was decent, or it was a great movie, like, that was a chaotic mess. From a PR standpoint, financially, cost them a, a heck of a lot of money to do all those reshoots. Like, that wasn't, what happened with Solo wasn't good. Like, Rogue One was a very, it was a great movie. I guess it was a good job by Kathleen Kennedy, but, like, they had to pull Gareth Edwards, like, and do a whole bunch of reshoots, Like why? Why did it have to get to that point? Like it's it's does this does this mean Catherine Kennedy has to go? You know, there are people calling for her job, people saying she's gotta go. It's like I don't know. I don't know. I I think there are other people that could do the job better and that's not even a that's not even a slight. Like but I just feel like Star Wars is again, like you said before, it's kind of a property that sells itself. Like I don't think you have to be a rocket scientist. I just think that they need somebody that's gonna re-energize the fan base, and somebody that's gonna have a little bit more, like just someone that's just gonna bring more morale and more like positivity to the to the to the to the to the, to the medium to the content. Like right. hopefully Mandalorian and Obi Wan can bring that and they they have so far. But we're heading into Rise of Skywalker and I feel like people aren't really even that excited. Yep. Like that's that, that that's an issue. We're heading to Rise of Skywalker, people aren't that excited. We have two trilogies that were planned post Rise of Skywalker. It looks like neither one of them are gonna happen. So what what do they have planned after Rise of Skywalker? Isn't there a Star Wars movie that's on the that's on the the the, the slate for Disney uh, I believe Star Wars movies that are on the, that's on the slate. If I'm not mistaken.
0: I mean I think the next one that they have is this um uh was supposed to be whatever this Ryan Johnson
1: project. Wait, I
0: mean, I that's whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Nobody he doesn't know if that's gonna happen. I don't believe he knows what that what's going to happen with that. Um, so yeah, we we don't know. I I personally um, I think you know regardless of whether these things happening is her fault, eventually it does have to fall back on her because she is the president. Um, and I think a lot of these issues are not. Um, well, I mean, I guess some of them could potentially be story issues. Um, but a lot of these are just kind of organizational issues. And issues with not having a... Um, not n- either, either not knowing what you're going to do... Or just... Or knowing what you want to do... But just not having a plan... With regards to how it's going to get done... Or or having a plan... But everything is just... So everything just falls apart... And, and, and it's like... It just, it, Tararo leaves, you know, Johnson's movie doesn't do as well as it had, it, everyone had hoped. Um, you know, uh, JJ says, JJ's talking about how he doesn't feel like he had to fix anything, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, all this, I mean, I, f- I feel like we, I feel like that stuff, this stuff, and then there's, you know, Solo, and the fact that nobody cared about that movie. Um, you know, and, and the fact that we should have got Obi Wan way before we got that movie, uh, even though I enjoyed Solo, I still think we should have got Obi Wan way before we got that movie. Um, so I, this is just, um, I feel like a lot of this stuff has to fall back on her. She's the one in, in charge of all of it. I don't. I'm not saying I don't think she'd be good in any role, but should she be the president? I don't know. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying she should lose her job. I'm not saying she's. Um, uh, I'm not even necessarily saying she's doing a bad job, but like you were saying, people could do better jobs than this.
1: I, you I know, mean, people, yeah, just like people, so
0: someone could do a better job than this, you know.
1: Right. It's like, a. I mean, it's like in in, in college sports, if you have, like, a program that's, like a, like, a major, it's like you have, like, Duke basketball or, like, USC football, for example. Like, if USC football is, like, winning... You know, seven games or eight games is like you, you're good. You're not terrible, but like you should be competing for national championship. Right. Exactly. Like Star Wars, it should be at the top of Hollywood. And right now, it, like it's making money, but like they're just really just like met like in middling territory. Like, right. They should. I shouldn't look at Marvel and say they're they're way ahead of Star Wars right now because they are. There's no reason for that because the properties are no. I mean, I would argue Star Star Wars has more upside, but like properties are no more or less, you know, popular. You know, like if you can make money on Star Wars, you should be or, or Marvel, you should be able to make the same amount of money on Star Wars. Like, and that's just not the case right now. So clearly something is wrong. And I don't think they could do much worse. You know, like I'm not saying she's. Terrible, I agree. I agree. With you them. know, like but like, I think there is a uh, there is a. a the a ceiling and there's a floor, and I think that they've pretty much at their floor, like, you know, like, I don't think that, you know, I'm not saying they've hit rock bottom, but, like, Star Wars is gonna, again, it sells itself. To Star Wars where, sells like, itself. You, you know. know, you can, you're gonna make some sort of money, you know, just as long as you, like, make the baseline good Hollywood decision.
0: And this version of Star Wars we're seeing is taking the very easy route of just redoing George Lucas's material, um, and, uh, or... Well, they're blatantly redoing his vision. The vision is exactly the same. The vision of the universe, the 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 um, the style of the universe, um, it's exactly the same. So they're they're redoing right. it. So a lot of the, like, a lot of that, and that's them, on like, purpose.
1: Like they are. What's interesting is that like George Lucas would not have done it this way. Right. <laughs> He's made it very. Yeah, I know. It's ironic. It's interesting in that regard, where it's like. I guess in theory they're what they're doing is a good decision financially. It is. Or it's a safe decision financially at the very least. Yeah. Safe decision. Because like, you know, they've made the money and, you know, whereas George would have taken a different direction that could have been great or it could have ended up like the prequels. You know, it's like, it's a, uh, he was going to take a risk and, right. You know, I think a lot of people would have rather the risk been taken. Um, because you would have made the same money more than likely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, like regardless. I mean, because the Force Awakens, we don't know what that movie was about. So that movie was gonna make a billion, you know, or two billion, whatever it made, regardless of what <laughs> regardless of what the movie was about. Right. But, um, but yeah, nah. But we also yeah. So, in May, when Disney announced their their upcoming slate of movies, they announced three Star Wars movies coming out in December of 22, 24, and twenty six. Yes, I, that's I, right. At the time when that came out, I was positive that these were the Benioff and Weiss movies, because I just thought like we're never getting Ryan Johnson. These these are obviously Benioff and Weiss. I wonder. I, I wonder. I guess that's I guess it's nice of the Old Republic. Now I don't know what that is. I guess it's Ryan Johnson. It's, the only possible answer is Ryan Johnson? Either it's Ryan Johnson or it's the Benioff and Weiss. Still the Benioff and Weiss, but they're just going to do it with different people. Or we're just not going to have Star Wars movies for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Which, you
0: know, which yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. Um, now, I did also want to bring in um, some comments made by Bob Iger. Um, uh, just uh, to mention this, I want to mention this in tandem with this conversation because I do think it's relevant. Um, now, he was talking to BBC Radio and because uh, he's making the rounds to promote his book. Uh, which we've talked about before, for, <laughs> of course, for different reasons. Um, now, he says, um, "This is he clarified his statements with regards to them slowing down uh, the production of Star Wars content. He says, I've said this publicly, that I think we made and released too many Star Wars films over a short period of time. I have not said that they were disappointing in any way. I have not said that I'm disappointed in their performance. I just think there is something so special about a Star Wars film, and less is more. Um, now, uh, I mean, he says a couple of things, but you know, you basically just doubling down on that. Um, and now, with regards to that in particular, um, uh, I, in terms of do I believe this? I, I believe that he's responding to the fans, and that's a good thing. You know, he doesn't mention that explicitly, but <laughs> but I think that he's responding to the fans uh, and the fact that they, um, you know. It was, Star Wars is starting to get stale, for lack of a better word, and um, you know he realized that taking the, those breaks uh, is just the wise thing to do because people are going to start get tired of start getting tired of the material. Um, now, I wanted to bring this up in 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 tandem with this um, uh, with this uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy situation. Because uh, I just again just to kind of have this overarching discussion about the state of Lucasfilm right now, um, you know he's going to um, you know lengths to state that he's not disappointed with their with their the with the quality of the films and how they've performed. I have no doubt that he's not disappointed with how they've performed. They've performed, I'd say they performed about as well as as Disney had hoped. Uh, honestly. I don't think they've exceeded the expectations. I don't think they've been less than the expectations. I think they've basically met the expectations. That's my guess. They've met my expectations. Um, they haven't exceeded them, but they've met them, in terms of the money uh, that they've made. Uh, the quality has not met my expectations, uh, to be completely honest with you. It hasn't, I haven't been, like, horribly disappointed the way that some people that were after they saw The Last Jedi um but it hasn't quite met my expectations i have very high expectations i'm a very of a star Wars fan i have very high expectations uh for the content but um i think i agree. i think he's trying kind of trying to soften this and make this less of a less of a thing than what it actually is and uh you know the the star wars brand is is you know um you know i don't think it's in this safe spot where you know, nothing's going wrong. You know, they're going strong, and nothing bad is happening. This is a response to, um, this is a response to people, and a response to, you know, someone, people crunching the numbers, and people that are trying to that are in tune with the fan base, told him or told people working under him that this is a lot of content. Not all of it is connecting with people. People are getting confused because they're coming out of these anthology movies. And people are, some people are starting to get sick of Star Wars, and that may be a, a small amount of people, um, but the people exist, and they don't want that to happen. You know, they don't want that that number, that population to grow. Um, so listen, not everything is not everything is all uh, you know, uh, you know, roses and rainbows and all that in Lucasfilm. I mean, they have to um, they have to protect their investment. They have to be very careful and I do think Kennedy, Kathleen Kennedy is um, I think she's in a precarious position where um, especially now with the with episode 9 coming out I think she needs to make sure that whatever these ne- the next movie is that comes out that it is I, I feel like this is the real kind of test for her whatever they do next because, you know, episodes 7, 8, and 9 They they had a lot to fall back on The original cast was still alive So they just brought them back And I feel like that guaranteed them to make a certain amount of money um, But, going forward uh, They said this is the quote-unquote End of the saga I mean, what what are we going to get after this? So, right. so, this is kind of the real test I mean, Disney Plus, you have a lot of content coming out on Disney Plus And they have a lot of talented and devoted people Working on that content Um I feel like if she leans on the talent of people like John Favreau and Dave Filoni, that things will be better, better off than they they were even in this trilogy. Um, uh, but I mean, that remains to be seen. Uh, but Kendall, do you have any 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 particular thoughts in regards to Iger's comments or regards to Kennedy's standing at Lucasfilm going forward?
1: Um, in terms of. Iger's comments. Um, he, he's had some interesting things to say. You know, I, I. I'm not like. You know, I don't think the I don't I don't think the the sky is falling with Lucasfilm. I, right. You know, I think that I. I think there's still a, a positive outlook, and he, he has he, he has uh what's the word? You know, he has the right to to feel, confident. Um, he's also on the way out. So at this point i don't really care much <laughs> what has to say cuz it's not it, it's not his mess to manage anymore <laughs> that is true um, so it is very interesting in that regard but um but in terms of like uh kennedy's future i don't know man uh, you know i think she's safe for now but that's very much in flux because last shit i mean ride the skywalker coming out and Mandalorian and Disney plus are coming out like if those things flop she's gone no other way no way no other way to to to, to, to sugarcoat it I don't think they will I think they'll both be popular I think they'll both I think Disney plus will make money I think Mandalorian will be uh critically successful I think Lorri Skywalker should be critically successful and probably will make a lot of money as well so like I don't think that I don't I don't think it's gonna come to that but you know it's it's like you know in, in any it's like in sports if you have a coach that's on the hot seat or a coach that like you know it may or may not you ask them, will they get fired and it's like somebody says no they're safe for now well yeah but the season's not over you know if they, <laughs> right exactly <laughs> they lose the next game by forty points or you know they lose the next ten games then yes they might get fired so I mean yes you know I, I think Catherine Kennedy's on the hot seat uh, and once you're on the hot seat I always say you're never off it. So, I think, you know, there's not much you can do to, to 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 make to make her job safe at this point. She it's just been too much, you know, flux and too much turmoil to suggest that like she like there's no chance she's she's losing her job. You know, I think she she's done a good job so far in a lot of areas, but um, if Kathleen Kennedy isn't the, the the head honcho Of Lu, Lucasfilm. Four months from now, I wouldn't be surprised. Wow,
0: four months. I don't think anything's I mean, going to happen that
1: soon. Uh, that would put us... That would, what's that? February? Yeah. So, I mean,
0: uh, I th- I think something like that would only happen if the Rise of Skywalker completely bombed.
1: Well, yeah, um, that's assuming, like... Like, exact. Like, I would be surprised if if that's the case, if those are good, or if those are, like, even, like, normal. Like, mm-hmm. But right. it, it, like That's mm-hmm. you know, assuming those like don't work out, and she's not the or
0: Disney Plus and Rise of
1: Skywalker. Yeah, if, mm. if those start off slow, which I mean, there are times where sometimes these projects that these companies put out don't work. You know, these sometimes these models, these business models that these companies like ESPN has is has, has been a a I don't want to say a dying, but it's been a, a it's they, Disney has been bleeding money from ESPN, man. Like, <laughs> it's a, it is a financially irresponsible company, it's a financially uh, poor company to, to, in terms of the amount of the amount of money. now because Disney's Disney, they're not gonna like go crazy. But Bob has made it clear, like, yeah, ESPN is screwing us over. Like, so, I mean, if that were to happen with Star Wars for whatever reason or Disney Plus, and because the Mandalorian with a flop, or if Rise of Skywalker with a flop, like, yeah, they should be out.
0: Oh, uh, boy. Um, I don't think the Rise of Skywalker is going to be a flop. I kind of don't, th- don't think it can be. If This is really the end of the saga. I, everybody's going to go see this movie. I'm going to go see this movie. Probably several times. Even if I despise it. Well, okay, maybe not despise it, but even if it doesn't necessarily meet my expectations. Um. Uh, but But yeah I don't know I think she is I think if within the next like 2-3 years They don't produce um, a, Like a very good Star Wars movie um, I mean the Mandalorian Could be her saving grace Honestly um, But if they okay, I feel like movies are their bread and butter If these movies don't perform I don't know. I mean, I I really really don't. Um. Uh. So yeah, I I don't know. I have no idea what what the stat what uh how close uh Alan Horn and company are to to saying we want somebody new to be <laughs> to be working to running the ship here. Um. I feel like they have a lot of very talented people working at Lucasfilm. Kennedy included. I mean, she ha- she she seems to have worked under Lucas and Spielberg. I mean, she knows. But I feel like she's she's very good in terms of the business aspect. But this is more than business, (laughs) you know. You're dealing with creative properties, and you need to have a a singular well, not necessarily a singular. Well, you need to know what you're doing. You need to have a path. I don't think they had a path. I feel feel like they had a, a kind of idea, a kind of idea in the in in the in the sky in terms of what they wanted, what their vision was. But I don't think they had a clear path. With this, especially what happened with these anthology movies I really, it doesn't seem like it if they did, it does definitely doesn't seem like it so you this know, I think that's a mistake like they
1: didn't have this mapped out the same way Marvel does
0: absolutely not, that's very much Marvel's
1: clearer. got the next like 10 years pretty much already set
0: yeah, that's why Feige got this big promotion that's why Kennedy is still just the president of Lucasfilm you know, and
1: we'll see. Had, if she had this stuff planned out like, I'm sure they have ideas and stuff, and they probably come over just like Marvel does, but, like, we wouldn't have all those things that I talked about earlier, about, like, creators and getting shut sh- shut down and, you know, getting fired or moving on and, right. like, yeah. movies being... You know, just, like, now nah, we're not doing that movie anymore. Like, you can't just decide we're not gonna do... It. I mean, you can do it, but, like, that puts you behind the eight ball. Or just deciding in general yeah we're doing too many Star Wars movies we're gonna slow down do less like I mean I don't know like they're never gonna do that with Marvel <laughs> like why right. would they the movies are making a, lot, a heck of a lot of money there's no controversy and people are still going to see them and people so I don't know like also the reason why they she may be out in the near future is because again right now I mean, there's three Star Wars movies on the calendar, one that I guess is supposed to come out in 2022. I don't see how it's gonna happen because we don't even know that movie is, and like we don't know who's gonna make it. But, um, I mean, we may not have any Star Wars movies on the calendar right now, like because of that. Like, this is the perfect time to just be like, yeah, we're gonna change it up, you know, and. Change their philosophy going forward. We do. I'll, I'll be fair. We do have the the Kevin Feige. Movie. That is a, thing that, that is a, a thing. thing. that is a thing. That is a thing. That's true. That could be the movie in twenty twenty two. Um. That, that even then it's like, you know, we don't know what that movie's about. He's a busy. He's a pretty busy guy in his own right. So he has a. he got all those Marvel movies to worry about in twenty two, and then he's also got a, a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I don't know. man. I There's a lot of Disney. Again, some a part of me wants to look at Iger, but at the same time, he, he doesn't care. He's on his way out. Yeah. He's like, "Will you, you fire me?"
0: I mean, if I, if Feige's Star Wars movie doesn't do well, or if I don't like it, I, that's not going to make me think poorly of him one bit because he's not the Star Wars guy. Right. You know, he's a Marvel guy. I expect yeah, his Marvel movies to perform. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much. Out, this is out of his zone. So, this movie is a complete question mark It may do great. It may not, it may do horribly. But it, it doesn't affect, it doesn't, it's not going to affect him one way or another. Maybe that's why he's doing it. <laughs> but it, it's not, maybe it's just like a side project. Oh, yeah, you want me to do it? All right. You know? But, so yeah, I don't know. Either way, this is all very, very speculative, but we'll definitely see what, what happens in the future. Hopefully, all this stuff is kind of, hopefully, this stuff turns out positively. Um,. But, you know, either way, this is not good news. I was looking forward to this, to them working on Star Wars stuff. But it uh, just ain't happening for right now. Um, so we did get another Mandalorian trailer, as Kendall mentioned very early on in the show. Um, I believe he did mention that. Uh, but, yeah, we did get another Mandalorian trailer. I thought this was a very good trailer. It was much shorter than the other one. Or, I believe, it, it Well, it definitely was shorter. But it was, uh, and it didn't really have much more more detail it had a lot more action in it which is nice and look the shots the sets it it all just looks so beautiful it all looks and very much feels like star wars um i mean you got ludwig um uh, uh goranson who worked on the black panther score worked on the score for this show um i believe he recently was talking to somebody about about it and I mean, he's an Academy Award winning c- composer, because of Black Panther. Um, and, I mean, this... Sh- I feel like this show is just outli- outlined for success. Um, in my opinion. And you got Filoni working on the first episode. Uh, you got these all these other very talented um, directors working on these other episodes. I mean, you have John Favreau leading the ship and hearing him and Filoni talk about their vision for the show at Celebration um, I wasn't there, but as you all know I'm sure, but I did watch the live stream and they're they they they're so in tune with this show they're so in sync they know exactly They Favreau, he, this was his pitch for this show, this show was his pitch they didn't come to him and say, oh we want a Mandalorian show he wanted to do this um, he already had ideas planned for this um, I think this is going to be a huge success it comes out in uh less than 2 weeks we're less than 2 weeks away from the show um, coming out i'm extremely excited i am uh yeah this is this is going to be something else this is absolutely going to be something else um kenno what what are your thoughts on the second uh Mandalorian trailer and just the show just the hype for the show in general
1: um i mean this trailer i thought was I thought this was better than the first trailer, um, you know, I mean, the first trailer is good. It's a good tease, you know, but this like and this doesn't really give you that much about like what it's about, but I just feel like there are some things like there. this is a trailer that gives me some sort of understanding of like, you know, just like what we're kind of getting ourselves into in terms of like action and what the show is going to look like and dialogue and stuff. So, um, I mean, I'm excited, you know. Uh, I, I think in terms of my ex, my expectations for the series and this first episode coming up next week, like, uh, you know, I can't imagine this show being a flop. You know, there's sometimes, and we haven't seen anything from this show. It's not like you know we saw the first episode or we we got you know any sneak peek or any clips to make us think that this is gonna be a great show. But like, which is, I mean, I don't know. I, you know have there been any critic reviews yet or has there been an embargo lifted or any people uh, I believe we fans? have like,
0: yeah I believe I was just about to say I believe we did get first reactions uh from critics which are, are very much praising the show saying it's awesome amazing um you know etc I don't know I don't think they I don't know how much they saw of it
1: right.
0: uh no yeah people are saying they saw 30 minutes of footage
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Um. But they're saying it. They're saying it looks incredible It was. It was incredible, or it looks incredible. Saying it looks like the movies, feels innately like Star Wars. Um. Uh. Uh. You know. I'm hearing nothing. I mean, I'm hearing, seeing nothing but good things. So we we did get first reactions. Um. This is all from the first episode, which is the Filoni directed episode, which is very positive. So hopefully, um. You know, we get more. Content from him in the live-action realm as well, but um, but yeah, this is we're hearing nothing yeah, but good it,
1: things. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm excited, you know. I, I this is one of the teams hard to imagine this failing, you know. I just think they have too much invested in it. You know, sometimes you have a property and it's like this is just way too viable for Disney and Lucasfilm to fail. Like if they let this fail, that would be the ultimate indictment on. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, and... Disney. Because, like... Just like if The Force Awakens was a flop, I'd be like, man, you guys had like, one chance to get this right and you guys couldn't. and Which is why they took the safe route. But... The Mandalorian seemed like another one. Where it's like, man, like... You guys, like, put all this... All your eggs into this Disney Plus Mandalorian basket. With as much strife and as much turmoil as your movie division's been. And... You guys came up with something that was mediocre like that i don't just don't see that happen you know like marvel's biggest failure is is inhumans and you know that was that was a movie that they decided yeah let's just just do it on tv and you know they kind of we were flimsy about it right (laughs) they they slashed the budget like they they didn't put out all the stops to to make it a good let's do this in like two weeks and be done with it like they didn't put out all the stops to make sure any moves was good, and it ended up being trash. Um, that's not what they're doing. That's not what Disney's doing with Mandalorian. Like they're making sure that this is going to be good. So I will be surprised if it ended up being bad. Um, I am very interested to see more about this Mandalorian character. This 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 Pedro Pascal played character. Um, I feel like we're gonna love the guy. I feel like he's gonna. I feel like we're gonna be like man, like this. Guy, not I don't see like James Bond, but like this guy, like an iconic Star Wars character.
0: I think so too. I think we're gonna end up loving him. I feel like we're gonna end up getting a lot of. I feel like uh, some people, um, Star Wars fans, are gonna get a lot of surprises in terms of characters. I feel like I feel like some characters are gonna show up that we're gonna be like, "What?" I just I just have a feeling. I don't know when. I don't know what episode. I don't know what season, even. But I feel like characters are going to show up in this show that we are gonna be like, What? and it's gonna destroy the internet. The internet's gonna explode and people are gonna explode and I feel like it's I feel like this show is gonna make a whole lot of waves, you know, and I feel like it's gonna blow everything that we've seen in on film so far out of the water. Uh, with the exception of possibly Rogue One. But I feel like it's gonna blow everything else out of the water. You know, all these sequel trilogy films, out of the water I think is gonna blow out solo. Um, you know, I really do. I honestly do. Because that, I feel like stuff like that. I feel like that is what happens when you get, um, you know, someone like Favreau who is a true creative, and someone that wants to. It has a. You can tell he has a deep passion for the content, and who wants to work with other people that have a deep passion for the content. And, you know, who is who is a showrunner, but, you know, uh, but wants to, he, he wants to hear from people like Filoni, you know, and, and others who, you know, have worked with George and wants to hear from George, you know, isn't going to block him out, <laughs> you know, or anything like that. And, uh, you know, I feel like this, I just, you could tell, you can just see that this is something that is really, this is like a, a love letter to Star Wars fans, you know. Um so this is gonna really gonna be something special.
1: Um and, yeah, go ahead. Well I was just gonna say, um the the best part about this trailer coming out uh are the memes that have come out of um <laughs> Pedro Pascal or you know, the Mandalorian saying uh you yeah. know Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> so,
1: so, I mean it's like, yeah, you
0: know, already become a meme.
1: Somebody, uh, somebody had, a, <laughs> somebody had the, uh, you know, the the headline, you know, Benny Off and Weiss are are leaving Star Wars. I was like, yeah, good. <laughs> oh wow, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, it's just been uh, that that has been that that has been probably the best part of that trailer that's come out of that. Um, but yeah, no, this is this was a very good trailer. I'm very excited for the Mandalorian. Um should be great. You know. Yeah. I, I I mean I'm very excited for this premiere and it was crazy because like it's premiering with Disney Plus. Like I don't know what I'm more excited for. I mean, I assume that's the first thing I'm going to watch on Disney Plus, but it's like there's so much there's so much.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is <laughs> these are extremely exciting times. Um uh it's yeah, I don't know. It's extremely exciting times. We have all this these good shows, amazing shows, amazing movies. I mean, it's like what a time to be alive, like, <laughs> like honestly. Um, so next thing I want to talk about, uh, so Hugh McGregor is making the round, is making the rounds, going on all these talk shows, these different shows, and doing interviews at various outlets. Um, what
1: does he have coming up? Does he have like a movie or something? Like,
0: he's in hmm. he he's in uh, Doctor Sleep. Okay. Uh, so he's in Doctor Sleep, which is supposed to be a sequel to The Shining. Um, uh, you know, and apparently, from what I've heard, it's not bad. Uh, from what I've heard, it's actually a, a good movie, according to critics. Uh, according to other, just other people I've seen that talk, that have seen it. Um, but, uh, so he is making the rounds. He's talking to various different people. Um, and, of course, they, he was announced as Obi-Wan. So they're bringing up the fact that he's Obi-Wan. And he said that he's been keeping this secret for a while. You know? Um, speaking to one outlet, he even said he, he specifically said he had been keeping this secret uh, for uh, four years now. That he had known that he was Obi-Wan. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now, Kendall, uh, I want to toss this over to you. I know you had mentioned before that um, this is kind of another. Uh, uh, you can interpret this as another poor reflection of Lucasfilm keeping secrets when they really shouldn't be keeping something like this secret. Um, right. Uh. But yeah, what do you what your what's your take on on this news regarding Hugh McGregor?
1: So he says, you know, like all right. So I'll be fair. The. When I first heard the news, I saw a headline. You remember, was like, yeah, I've known about Obi-Wan for four years. I was like, in my head, I was like, that, that's a lie. Like, there's no way. Because, like, there's no way he knew int- the, all the intricate details of, like, we're doing an Obi-Wan It's my favorite song right there. <laughs> we're doing an Obi-Wan
0: My apologies for anyone either that's headphones on
1: yeah they have headphones you're, 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 you're. but um and there's no way that they were doing an, there's no way you and they were doing an Obi-Wan miniseries and that um you know, it's gonna be on Disney Plus and it's gonna be six episodes and it's gonna tell whatever story they're gonna end up telling but can't tell anybody cause we're releasing it four years from now or releasing it even if they didn't know when we we're releasing it you know in secret so keep, cause like that's information they're not gonna let him be privy to that are the streaming service coming out like it, that seems like very need to know you know that he, he needed to know that but and I don't think like, Disney knew <laughs> knew that they were making a streaming service four years ago but um when you read the comments they make it seem like he knew that Obi-Wan was coming back he's known mm-hmm. that Obi-Wan was coming back for about four years he just didn't know when mm-hmm. and that seems a little bit more like all right I'm sure they had their discussions in the Lucasfilm and, you know, one, because they knew they were doing anthology movies, obviously they had Rogue One coming out and stuff, and so one of the things that was obviously going to be on the board was Obi-Wan we had talked about it since Disney was was, you know, acquired Star Wars, that Obi-Wan was going to be on the table and so it's not like, groundbreaking that, you know he had conversations with them and they probably told him yeah, we want to do Obi-Wan, we just have to get it, we just have to find the right time and so in that regard like but they said you know you can't say anything about it though like and then he's gone on all these talk shows and stuff and said I don't know I don't know anything about it, Obi-Wan like hopefully Lucasfilm calls me or whatever I guess in that regard yeah maybe he's telling the truth like he kept a secret that like he's been in contact with them but like he had to lie and say he wasn't essentially but it's not it wasn't something like you know He's known about Obi Wan, this Obi Wan series for four years, and he's been keeping it a secret. I, I think he's been in the dark almost as much as we have. You know, he just knew for sure that it was going to be a thing, whereas we just assumed it was going to be a thing. We we're just waiting for the time to, for it to be officially announced. Um, but you know, he seems to be excited um, about Obi Wan, so I'm excited.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I am uh, absolutely excited as well. Um, I do th- I do uh, agree with what you were saying in, in that um, and what you were saying before as well. In that, it, it seems odd that they would want to keep this secret, yet they want to announce that we're getting a Ryan Johnson trilogy before Episode Eight even comes out. Before we even see the Last Jedi, just they announced that he's doing the Last Jedi, he's making the movie, and then they announced that or. I mean they may not have officially announced but now all of a sudden it's being reported that he's doing a trilogy and to, to expect that he's doing a trilogy um, uh, so yeah it, it seems like odd that they would announce something like that but they want to keep Obi-Wan a, a big secret from everybody you know and, and especially when the the content that they're coming out with is um, uh, quite frankly it's not performing you know or at least in terms of the fan base um you got projects like the last jedi which is very divisive you have projects like solo that you know didn't really make any ways in the fan base people just either for the most part people just didn't really care about it um i mean why not announce obi-wan i mean honestly like i so i don't really understand that um but either way i'm very excited uh for the show to come out i think it's going to be i think it has potential to be just as good if not better than the mandalorian even uh and I'm look at me, I'm saying that I haven't even seen the show. But uh but I mean honestly, I really think that this uh could be something very special. New McGregor is a very special talent. They need to make use of that talent. And uh this is a perfect role for him. I mean you gotta you gotta utilize it. So they're gonna utilize it. We're gonna get that. I mean the sooner the better, though I don't want them to rush, but the sooner we get it the the better, regardless. Um, so I did also want to talk about uh, Jedi Fallen Order so we did get another Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order trailer this is the final trailer we're getting it's a launch trailer for the game which comes out in uh, also comes out in um, less than two weeks now Uh, so that game uh, is uh, fast approaching as well Um, uh, people have previewed the game I have not gotten any full reviews yet Um, but people have previewed the game I see nothing but good things. Nothing but positive things with regards to this game. There's a lot of excitement. A lot of expectations. High expectations from people that played games like Titanfall and uh um uh shoot, what's the other one? Uh Apex Legends, uh from Respawn Entertainment. Um, you know, they're saying no loot boxes, uh no pay to win stuff in the game, so Uh, it's a very, very high expectations, a lot, a lot of lightsaber combat, very story driven, single player, basically what everyone's been asking for since, uh, you know, we were getting, uh, Star Wars video games, uh, from, from, uh, basically Disney Star Wars. So I have very high expectations for this game and I'm extremely excited. The trailer showed a lot more combat. They showed, I believe the ninth sister, I believe is, is her name. Um, the big brutish one. Um, uh, so they showed her fighting Cal. Um, they showed Cal fighting more stormtroopers. Him going up against ATSTs. Looks like this game's gonna have everything from what I've seen. As well Is that, you're gonna be able to travel freely travel from planet to planet. Um, so it's linear, but it's also kind of has an open world element to it. So this is this game is. I feel I really feel like this game could be something special as well. So it looks like uh, 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 Disney Lucasfilm could have a lot of very positive things coming out, even with all the kind of um, uh, lowered expectations with regards to the Rise of Skywalker. Um, They still have a lot of a lot of heat coming out, especially with this game. This game could be could be massive. Um, I mean, similar to how I feel like the Spider Man for Sony kind of revitalizes Spider Man character even. Even though the character yeah. didn't even need revi- didn't even need it, but <laughs> I feel like the game just added new life to Spider-Man as a character and as a whole. So I feel like this could do the same thing uh with returns of the Star Wars property as a whole. Uh so Kendall, what what did you think of the launch trailer and what did you what do you think of just the hype surrounding this game in general?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I thought the launch trailer was cool. It was pretty short. <laughs> it was funny to me with the you know obviously with something like a launch trailer you're gonna you know put in like the the reaction the critic reaction uh, in the trailer and it was just, it was just weird to me that the first reaction they put was uh or the first quote that they put was impressive <laughs> like <laughs> that, impressive I mean like that I mean that's that's positive but it just seems like kind of like vague and like like a muted kind of response like it's, it's impressive you know, like, not like, you know, the best video game of the year or like, you know, the best and, you know, action combat in any video game you'll ever see. Like, just impressive. So I just thought that was funny. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was a good trailer. You know, I'm excited for this game. Um, you know, the fact that people are hyping it up as much as they have been certainly is interesting because I didn't have like, I mean, when this game was first announced i was very very i had high expectations but I, the more that we got the more i was like i don't say my expectations lowered but like i think i got more realistic that like all right this isn't gonna be like you know the arkham games like this, this could be a good a very good game but like it's not gonna be assassin's creed or you know it's not gonna be a, a culture de, culturally defining game right but, um i mean i'm sitting and i'm not saying i want to put those expectations on it now but who knows like, that, it started to become more and more plausible that this could be that level of game. And I wouldn't have I wouldn't have guessed it, you know. Again, I would have maybe guessed it when it first got announced, but, you know, once we started seeing the stuff and what it was kind mm-hmm. of about, I was like, all right. You know, this looks like this could be, like, you know, your standard beat-em-up type of game. But it looks like it could be very much deeper than that. So um, that's exciting. And, you know, we also had reports this week that, Disney or, or EA's got another Star Wars game set to come out fiscal year 2022, so sometime between uh, April of 21 and March of 22, It should be getting another. Should be getting another Star Wars game. So is it the uh, visceral game? No, it's <laughs> not.
0: <much. laughs> um, uh, maybe that was too soon. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, um, but, and I'm uh, assuming
1: this is an a mobile game as well because we know EA. Oh yeah. Them. Oh jeez. Hopefully
0: hopefully not man these mobile games are just the cash that's all it's, it's just money with these mobile games it's just it's just microtransactions but hopefully hopefully it's not a mobile game though i do like star wars commander but even that you know you get it's a strategy game but it's you hit you hit, you hit a paywall at some point with all these games you hit a paywall so it's very right. hopefully it's oh, not no, a mobile
1: yeah, game yeah you, you hit paywalls with the uh, yeah well even
0: it. the console games you hit paywalls it's is just super frustrating. It's ridiculous. You <laughs> pay sixty
1: bucks the game and hit a
0: paywall. sixty bucks and hit It's like, what's going on? You know, yeah. EA, Two K. It's like these companies, man. They need to just just make a full game for full price. <laughs> Yo, yeah, like, come on. But um, all right. So uh, with that being said, I did want to go into
1: uh, well, real quick. What did you think oh, that yes. game? What do you think that game is? You think it's a sequel to Fallen in Order? Or you think it's Battlefront? Uh, I I would I would put money on it being Battlefront that we don't know.
0: I think it's something battle. I think it's another Battlefront. I'm. Uh, I think 2022 that gives them more than enough time to because uh, it we're, at this point. I think we're beyond um, the scope of them making more content for the second Battlefront. Right. I know they added the clone commandos and such, um, which is cool, but. Uh,
1: we're not getting Rise right Skywalker
0: characters. Yeah, right? yeah, that's not gonna happen. Like we're beyond that. So
1: Mandalorian. Yeah,
0: character. yeah, none of that stuff is gonna happen. So at this point, it's just the next one. So I think they're gonna be working on the next one, and hopefully, there really are no microtransactions, loot boxes. You know, <laughs> I don't have to go into the game and see I have so such and such amount of unopened crates, or you know, I have to I'm get not enough you know, do I have enough credits to get Yoda, you know, I, that should never be something that I think about, right. you know, that should never be something that I think about, or if it is, I should be able to get credits easily in game in a short amount of time, you know, it shouldn't be something about to grind and grind and grind and grind, or Same. or spend money, you know, like, that should ne- should never be something that I'm thinking about. Um, so, and I know they fixed that eventually, later on, but they, it should have never been like that to begin with, and it soured my experience completely. Alright, so, um, lastly, I want to talk about Star Wars Resistance. So, we had two episodes since, um, we last talked about Resistance, and, um, you know, it's kind of been the same thing as the last time we talked about Resistance. I didn't feel like these episodes were better, then, well, they were a little bit better. Uh, but th- it, not by much. So, I mean, we have one episode. I'm, I'm not going to bother looking up the names. The Same thing. Um, where uh, Kaz and, and uh, company are, um, they have to catch the beast that they ran in, the aces ran into before. That they almost got killed by. They have to catch it so they can cook it. Or Ant Z is gonna leave, and they don't want Aunt Z to leave. And Niku said he was gonna leave, and he ended up leaving. They end up catching it, and and uh, <laughs> it's just it's, it's just a whole thing.
1: Sorry, where... this is so like <laughs> Niku said he to leave, and he didn't leave. Or well, I guess in theory, Cas thought he was gonna.
0: thought he was gonna leave. Right, he, he was never gonna leave know. because
1: he was just packing up his stuff. To,
0: and it's like
1: to to sell his stuff to. Have I guess the money to make the the to repair or make the the right. sky thing or whatever? Yeah, like, exactly. You know,
0: but Anz was like, oh, I'm gonna go, and was like, no, Anz, don't go. And that's the motivation for the whole episode is that they don't want Anz to leave, and they don't want I guess other people to leave. So, you know, which look, I guess for the for the, for the Colossus being a family and all that is important, but I mean, no one. I barely care about anybody on the Colossus, if I'm being completely honest with you. They're very.
1: Besides,
0: like Doza. Yeah, besides Doza, Ad- Yeager. Doza, Yeager, uh, Kaz, Jeez, um, uh, 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 Tora, you know. And maybe Niku. Maybe Niku.
1: They're forcing you down. Exactly.
0: And the, and the droid, CB. Everybody else is just. Is okay. I mean, they're they're just there. I don't. Even, are they even? I wouldn't even say they're part of the resistance. They're just trying to survive. That's it. They're just trying to survive. Everybody else there is just on the colossus trying to survive. That's it. So, and you got the aces who still aren't doing much. So yeah, it's very you know very uh, disappointing. And then you had the uh, second episode where you meet this girl who was obviously not. All, all good because you know they a distress signal. They're like, oh, is it a trap? And it was a trap, obviously. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, was like some middle school, some ele- very elementary,
0: elementary stuff. They didn't even they didn't check her shit. They didn't do anything. I was surprised when they were like, oh, she's here. She's gonna help. And I'm surprised Doza and Yeager weren't like, who are you? Can I see some kind of ID or, or something? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna check your ship, and they didn't do anything. And so it was just, <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. So. She ended up being a spy and da da da, and she betrayed them and then she got away. But they ended up getting away. I mean, that's the summary of the episode. Neither of these episodes is very good. Um, this episode has been, I'd say, just as disappointing. Probably though, uh, or this season. I mean, I'd say has been so far probably just as disappointing as the last one. Um, the first order are involved. At least throughout the whole season. That's the only like kind of consistent positive. Is that the First Order are involved in the season. I'm surprised Commander Pyre isn't like ripping his hair out. Well, I don't even know if he has hair. But I'm surprised he's not like losing his mind. Because he's trying to chase this ship all over the galaxy. It's the most like tedious, monotonous, uh, you know, task but that seems to be what's going on every episode. I'm way more interested in... I'm like, what's Tam doing? Can I, you know, I'm way more interested in that storyline right now. Uh, so these are very inconsequential episodes. I don't mean to, to keep bashing on the show, but I just I want to... I know something relevant and important is going to happen this season. I know it. They said it gonna happen, it's going to happen, because it's going to tie into The Rise of Skywalker. So... I'm gonna hang on and just wait for those episodes to come. But it's very hard to hang on when they keep giving us episodes like these. Uh but Keno, uh what are your thoughts on these episodes?
1: Um I thought this the the, the second one with, with Niku and the Nina girl was uh I thought that was pretty decent. You know, like for like if we're talking strictly like if we're not comparing it to Clone Wars, not comparing it to even Rebel, we're just <laughs> saying like Strictly on the baseline of our resistance, right, a resistance of episodes, right? I thought right. it was upper tier. Like, I thought it was pretty good in terms of like character development for Niku. You know, I thought Niku wasn't a complete like bumbling, you know, like you know filler character, right? Like you know, I thought they actually gave him some some characterization, which was interesting. And, like you know, we learned a little bit more about his backstory. So right. And that regard, like, I thought this was that was not a terrible episode. Plus, there was the while the very ele- elementary storyline, you know, there was the twist and the turn and the, you know, so that was, that was it wasn't that dark, but for Resistance, it was, it was fairly, fairly, uh, fairly strong storyline. Um, the, the episode before that, I, mean, I was falling asleep. I'm not gonna lie. And I watched these episodes back to that. <laughs> it, was, it was like I was tired. But I was like dozing off. Like there was nothing. There's nothing with that episode, man. Like I could care less about the pirates and like you know what's her name. I'm already forgetting her name. Sonara. No, not Sonara. Oh, uh, Torah. The Cantina girl.
0: Oh, A Yeah, I could care less. She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna
1: leave. But I could care less, man. So like I don't know. That episode was a, that was a typical like you know like, bottom, that was a bottom tier. Um, I was going to say bottom tier. It was probably just a normal episode. But uh, like, that was, that was boring. I'm not going to lie. It's
0: like, you know, man, you know, give like. me something. I want something with Yeager. Can we have Yeager do something?
1: Yeah, Yeager has <laughs> Like, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. We're only five episodes in, but, like, he got
0: nothing. He's not doing nothing. He's just on the bridge with Doza. Kaz is just doing whatever... Like, yo, can we get Yeager? Yeager is one of the more interesting characters. Can we have him do something? You know, like Yeager in his background with the Rebellion. And can we get something with Doza and his Imperial background? Are we going to get any of this? I'm very curious if we're going to get any of this. You know? Because, I mean, they hinted that Doza wasn't Imperial in the last season. Is that going to go anywhere? (laughs)
1: Yeah, they didn't say that. Yeah,
0: he had an Imperial coat in his closet is that gonna are we gonna is anything gonna, is gonna come of that I mean we got episodes where they're just on the bridge running from that's all they're doing is just on the bridge running from the first order oh we're running out of food you know at this point it just looks like they're gonna run to the first order Kylo Ren's gonna say something and they're gonna end up somehow beating up with the resistance in the Rise of Skywalker since they and, were in the trailer
1: and I'm like I look at Dave Filoni, I'm like, we praise him a lot. But look, I gotta give him some flack some for this, man. Like, he's better than this man.
0: Look, man, he's not... He, the thing is, he's not the showrunner, though. He created the show, but his protege... I don't know his name uh, offhand. I mean, I can look him up. But his protege is running the show.
1: All right, fair enough, fair enough. Because <laughs> I'm just like, how does Dave Filoni make Clone Wars and, and Rebels? And, like, <laughs> man, this is a bad show. <laughs> But there's just no stakes, man. There's no stakes. There's nothing serious about it. Remember when this thing got announced, and we knew this was gonna take place in the yep. sequel trilogy? We we're like, oh, this is gonna be every episode gonna be appointment time. Yeah, and honestly. We're like, we're gonna learn so much about the 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 new sequel trilogy and the different worlds and the planets, and like we're gonna it's gonna be so deep. This is yeah. nothing like what we expect.
0: Yeah, and it's, uh, Justin Ridge is the showrunner. Yeah, I or forgot. Justin that. Ridge. Yeah.
1: You know. And not to air out Justin Ridge and make him sound like he doesn't know what he's doing, uh, because there's some, there's been some high points in this episode, in the, in, in this show. Has some, up, uh, some upside, but it's just, he's clearly making this for an audience that, like, just not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's through and, and through a child's, uh, TV show. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't think that that's the, 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 I don't think that's a smart play because Mm. I mean, we all watched cartoons growing up and like, there are plenty of cartoons that I watched as a, as a young kid that like were really, really good and really like, they didn't, they had to be, it wasn't like they had to be super dark, but like had real, real plot and storylines that like, like Teen Titans. Right, I love that show. I was like six years old watching Team Titans, Justice League, and Justice League Unlimited. Like those shows had real plot and real storylines and real development, and those shows are great. Static Shock, like <laughs> these these aren't like shows that were like, you know, I, I, it wasn't like every show I was watching was you know you got the characters all Ooh, you know bouncing off the wall. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, it's, you know, every show has got to be, like, the Wiggles. Like, you know, like, <laughs> or Blue's Clues. Like, gives, give kids, like, you know, real, real enriching content. And I think kids will like it. And, you know, they'll enjoy it. But if you give them fluff, because there are plenty of shows I grew up with that were just a lot of fluff and no no base. And those aren't the shows that I look back on and say, well, that was a classic. I love that show. Like, those are the shows that I look back on and I'm like, man, how did I watch this? <laughs> There's nothing to it. like and it's sad because resistance right now is is acting as one of those shows like rebels, kids can watch rebels just as much as they can watch resistance it's not like rebels oh rebels is so hard to understand or oh rebels is so dark or like you know it's a little deeper but like if kids are paying attention they'll get it it's not like resistance is like that like easy to understand either resistance is just boring right. but they're talking about the same subject matters, you know. Still the same resistance, or, you know. Still the same rebellion or resistance going after the first order slash empire type thing. And it's like, I don't yeah.
0: Know. I mean, some of these episodes, I'm just gonna keep it real. Some of these episodes, they just feel like Disney Junior. I mean, they. F- I feel like they're going Disney Junior level, like.
1: Right. It, honestly, like, 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 if you're gonna put this, like, put this on Disney Junior, like, don't put this on Disney Channel.
0: Like. The animation's gorgeous, but it's just these these plots have no like thought. You know, it's just the most basic level. Oh no, don't leave Aunt Z. Let's find a way to make to have Aunt Z stay. It's like sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> like why am I watching this? <laughs> You are like, honestly, like, come on, we could just, this 20, this is a whole episode. People wait a whole week for this stuff. (laughs) You know, don't leave AZ. (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) So, I mean, come on. Like, you gotta, you know, it's like, come on, you can do better than that. You got, you got, these people are not four years old. You got people that are are older than four years old watching this show. Honestly, it's like, it's like
1: they think that adults don't watch this show. Like, It's you know it's like they think that it's all just anybody's watching has got to be like eight years old, older than like nine or ten, and it's like this is Star Wars, a Star Wars animated show. You know how popular Rebels was. So you know the same people that watch Rebels are gonna watch Resistance, and you can't you can't come out with this. Like I don't know what their mind, I don't know where their head their head was at, but. You know, they and I think I want to say I read something about their, their new animated project that's coming out or, mm. well, that was already announced, right?
0: Was it? Honestly, I don't remember.
1: <laughs> didn't Tony announce something at Celebration about like?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he is working on something. Yeah, yeah he's working. working. On... Yeah, he's working on something else. He said he, he does. He doesn't want to announce it yet, I believe. But he said yeah, he he's didn't working want on
1: talk something. about else. it was left to finished or whatever. Yeah, so He won't talk about it, but we do have something else coming up the works you know or in the works coming up the rear like i'm assuming that one is going to be a little bit more tied to rebels um that's an assumption it also could be tied to the 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 movies the skywalker saga but uh but regardless i don't imagine i i'd be surprised if it were as much fluff as Sorry for this incident. And, and we remember we were hard on rebels, man. I look back on it now, and I'm like, we were too hard on rebels. Cause like rebels,
0: yeah. I mean, compared I to this, regretted. I mean, I mean, so looking back,
1: were every week. And like I, I'm looking back, and I'm like, man, rebel has some filler. Like look, look, regretted.
0: man, we we complain about Ezra, but Ezra ain't Kaz.
1: Ezra's not Kaz. Ezra
0: was no Kaz. You know.
1: You know, we there was no Niku running around just being <laughs> annoying and like we compared we complained about Hondo, but he is not Niku. You know, like And this
0: show would benefit from Hondo at this point.
1: absolutely. Like honestly. He would have he would give them some real some real depth. You know, it's not something that they really have. Um again, there were some filler episodes in Rebels, but at least I feel like I felt like the stories were had like <laughs> real, like, beginning, middle, end, like, real conflict. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, this is just a complete waste of time. Complete waste of time. Right. Like, nothing happened. Like, <laughs> oh. Man. Yeah. You know, like, it's
0: really, you know.
1: Like, we had Grand Admiral Thrawn. Like, Grand Admiral Thrawn couldn't live on resistance. like Oh, it's just... no.
0: No, no, no. Nope. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really unfortunate, you know, and I don't think Filoni would let the show get to this point where you feel like nothing's going on, or nothing important is going on, um, you know, I mean, this is, this is, uh, I don't know, it's just its just very unfortunate, so hopefully we get closer to that stuff, but, I mean, how many, how many episodes are in this season? Like, 20 some episodes? Yeah, absolutely. So, we got a long way to go. So, honestly, we're probably looking at a lot more episodes like this, which is very, very unfortunate. Um, I don't know if we're going to get any kind of mid-season gap or anything like that. Uh, We did with the first season, I believe, didn't we? I believe we did. Wasn't there a mid-season trailer?
1: Uh, I believe there was. Yeah, so we're probably going to get something like that um, this season. But I'm not even going to, like... I mean, I wasn't going to watch it, but, like, I, I don't even... Because, like, at, at this point, like, what, if, what is that even going to be? You know, unless they're showing me, like, oh, yeah, you know, we're getting race Sloan and we're getting, you know, Finn and Poe and Ray and, like, I, what, what, how are they going to move the needle? Like, I'm just glad. I, like, it's sad for, it's Sad it's gotten to this point for me, but, like, I'm glad it's the last season, man. Because...
0: It is. It's sad that it's gotten to that point. You know, it's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> but
1: it's I am not sad in the slightest. In fact, I, mean, I am excited that this is coming to an end. Because one, I hope that that means that, that the intensity will ratchet up. And two, I I don't need to see much more. Like, I don't, I don't have to. I don't, like, Rebels, it was sad, man. I didn't want Rebels to end with an end. Right. But they felt like they had nothing else to tell. That's their decision. But resistance, I'm just like, yeah, no, you guys are good. No, I don't
0: get Yeah. And it's unfortunate cuz I mean, and and the, but the reason, you know, like we end up feeling that way is cuz they clearly have no intention on making any waves on 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 uh introducing anything that is like significant.
1: <laughs> interesting,
0: you know, like the most significant Anytime part of what
1: is la- anything interesting they just don't do anything with it.
0: Yeah. You know the Colossus of the ship. That's the most interesting thing that was int- introduced last season. That's it. It's the most interesting thing. And then Tam joins the first order. Did not need a whole se- whole season of fluff for that. So, you know, and Poe was in a good portion of the season. So we know he was there for a part a portion of time before episode seven. But like, that's it. It is. um... In this season, we show we've, will be much. It's, yeah. I think this show
1: would be much better if they had just more movie characters in it consistently. But, yeah. Once you, like, the episodes with Poe Dameron, at least I could be like, alright, I could add this to Poe Dameron's history. But, like, when you don't have, like, you know, just these random characters just doing stuff, I'm like, I don't really care about this, man. And you know they're not going to connect to anything major. At least with Rebels, you're like, alright, who is Ezra? Is Ezra Snow? You know, like, where what's <laughs> right. gonna happen with sabine like you know is sabine obi-wan's daughter Like, we had all these theories we had all these like things we were throwing out there with resistance it's like none of these characters matter we know we know none of these characters matter right because <laughs> they take place in the same universe as the, the movies right so uh, yeah i don't know man you know, hopefully i'm wrong hopefully they're gonna prove me obviously wrong with this but you know, obviously, look, Star Wars, Star Wars Lucasfilm has a, a YouTube channel right now, Star Wars Kids, that they've put out, they put episodes of resistance on Star Wars Kids. Like, hey,
0: that speaks volumes.
1: It, that Like, that's what this is made for, man. You know, it's not made for, that's for, what, yeah, I agree. I you agree. know, the Star Wars... The people that are gonna all go see the Last Jedi, or all the people that are gonna see the Mandalorian next week. This is made for the people that are subscribed to Star Wars. Yeah,
0: games. I mean, I feel like f- attaching Filoni's name to this was largely in part to get us to want to add views.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, but it's it was, like it
0: was, it was, it's like deceptive. It's like clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was clickbait. Very but much, very clickbaity.
1: Creator, Creator
0: Dave Wars? Filoni is it, It's like he's not show running the series, being show run by his his protege, who is you know doing Disney's work of creating child content. Which I'm not saying it's it's he's doing a bad job at it, but that's what he's doing. You know, it's not it's not a Rebels successor, it's not a Clone Wars successor, and it's not a Rebel successor. It's child geared content. With some Star Wars canon stuff in it, you know, I honestly feel like we could skip most of these episodes and just watch. And I, I usually don't feel like that feel that way. Even with Rebels, even with some of these Rebels seasons, where I was like, most of these episodes do not matter. You know, uh, I didn't feel that way. But this season, I'm sorry, I feel that way. I'm sorry, I feel like we could just skip. If they're just gonna be running from the first order, (laughs) I don't need to watch six, seven episodes, eight, eight episodes of that. I do not need to watch eight episodes. Oh, before. the first one you're gonna see. Like, oh, oh, guys, we're running out of fuel. Go to this planet and get us fuel. I don't need to see that. Why do I need to see that? You know, it's like. Uh, so yeah, it's it's unfortunate that it's gotten to that point, but that's where we are. So, um, you know, we we will see if next episode does anything special. Uh, hopefully, in the next few weeks they ratchet up the intensity. I mean, they have Commander Pyre and this other Imperial lady in most of these episodes. Hopefully they can do something. Besides just chasing the Colossus. But, I think that'll do it for this episode. Um, so, we yeah, a lot of good discussions on this one. So, uh, we'll try to follow, keep the same energy going for the next episode as well. <laughs> as well, of this podcast.
1: May I have a review for Mandalorian by the next one? That's all we know
0: uh possibly though um i doubt it because that comes out in the week after this coming after this week when we're releasing this episode um so i mean if we if we're willing to wait then
1: yeah depending on how the time works out yeah Yeah. depending on
0: how the time works out um uh but we'll see and if there's any big news as well if nothing goes on then maybe we'll wait uh it's a possibility but if, we get any, if there's any big news this week, then we probably will not wait. And you'll get another episode, and then we'll we'll just review The Mandalorian. Or who knows, if the Mandalorian episode is good enough, maybe we'll do a Mandalorian review. Maybe that'll be a video. Who, know, who knows what we're going to do? Yeah, maybe that'll be separate, yeah. Who knows what we're going to do. If we wait a full week, then after whatever this next week is, we may be reviewing two episodes. Because they are revealing the, the, the second episode a few days after the first one. So you may we may have that going on either way you you can look forward to more content. We will be discussing the Mandalorian as well as Jedi Fallen Order because that comes out the week after next week as well. Um all right, so that will do it for this show. Uh, I do not have any books uh information this week, but next week I will be reviewing the um uh the uh the Black Spire novel by Delilah Dawson. Um uh, just such a short preview, I think it's very solid. She's very talented. I think I think uh, Lucasfilm Publishing, they have a very talented writer on their hands, and and they do well to keep her around and to have her work on more canon material because I think she has a lot of talent, and um, I think she did a good job with uh, uh, with the book so far. I haven't even finished it, but I'm getting close to that point, uh, so I'll have a full review uh, next week for that, and. Um, Yeah, like I said, we may have that Mandalorian uh, review as well. Uh, But that'll do it. I'm your host, Jamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.